It's time for a cup of Joe. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cup of Joe podcast. My name is Joe. I'll be your host. It's episode three of the podcast, and this one is going to be just a little bit different. There are so many pieces of music news I want to talk about that I felt like I needed to throw them all into one episode. It's a special music rundown episode of the Cup of Joe podcast. We're going to be looking at new music from Canadian singer-songwriter City in Color, as well as a song that sees the Psych Rock Kings king gizzard and the lizard wizard go metal but first we're going to be starting off with some pretty big news from apple no more itunes so sit back relax get that cup of coffee ready and let's get started Now let's take a quick trip back in time, shall we? The date, January 9th. The year, 2001. This would be the day that media players as we knew them would change. Now at this point, you may have been using your VLC, maybe Winamp, Windows Media Players and such, but on this day, January 9th, 2001, was the day that tech giant Apple announced the launch of their very own media player slash media library slash internet radio broadcaster slash mobile device manager, iTunes. Now this was massive. Not only was iTunes a place to store, manage, and play all your content from music to movies and whatnot, it was also an integral part in backing up and managing everything that was on your iPod and later on your iPhone. Now, I still use my iTunes to back up everything on my phone and manage what's going on there. So when the news broke recently at the Worldwide Developers Conference in San Jose that Apple was phasing out iTunes, honestly, I got a little bit shook. (laughs) Like, what about my purchases? All the CDs that I ripped onto there? Pretty much any MP3 file I have that's been played through iTunes. Like, what does this mean for all of my content? If you were like me and for whatever reason, maybe haven't made that switch to storing everything through iCloud, have no fear. Although iTunes may be disappearing once uh, the new operating system called Catalina gets released later this year, you'll still be able to manage all your information stored on your iPhone through the Finder app in the sidebar on your Mac or MacBook. Now, this also doesn't mean that Apple is necessarily getting out of the music game altogether. Actually, it's quite the opposite. Once iTunes gets phased out, Apple's going to be releasing three new apps, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and Apple TV. As you can imagine, you'll have all of your music listening needs taken care of through the Apple Music app. It's going to be the same thing as the subscription service you have have now. It's the dedicated music streaming app. Uh, It'll be like Spotify or Google Play Music and such, uh, so you can just have infinite streaming and offline downloading. Uh, All that you need at the comfort of your fingertips. And Apple Podcasts, 
pretty super straightforward. It's going to be where you'll be able to find all of your podcasts, including the uh, Cup of Joe podcast, hopefully. Just waiting on approval any day now for that. And uh, whatever shows or movies you might have purchased will then move over to the Apple TV app. Now, when you think about it, it was actually only a matter of time before Apple ended up nixing iTunes altogether just with the way music listening has evolved. Majority of album sales are all digital now. If people are even buying albums, that is. People are mostly listening to music through streaming services like Apple Music and Spotify and Pandora and so on and so forth. And just adding albums or specific songs onto a playlist is the way that music is mostly being digested right now. I know my music listening habits definitely have changed drastically over the past year or so. Uh, I've always been a big proponent for uh, going out and actually buying albums physically, because I'd much prefer to own them and have them in case something happens to my computer or my hard drive craps out or something like that. But recently... I finally caught up with everyone else in 2019 and made the switch to using Apple Music and Spotify. Uh, That ease of having whatever I want to listen to right at my fingertips is just too convenient to pass up now. And I think the last time I actually physically went out and bought a CD was maybe like two years ago or so. Uh, But anyway, uh, Apple is also going to be gunning for those movie and television streaming services. Uh, with Apple TV Plus. It's going to be a paid-for subscription service like Netflix or Prime Video and Hulu and such. Uh, This should be coming, like I said, around the same time as the rollout for the new Mac OS system Catalina, uh, which is going to be sometime in the fall, around mid-September to October, sometime between there. Uh, So if you're still using your iTunes to manage and back up all the data on your phone, have all your music on there. Make sure you got everything that you need, back up what you can, and be prepared for that transition once the software is available. All your music will still be available through the Apple Music uh, app itself, but, you know, just to be on the safe side, make sure you got uh, got everything that you need uh, in, in order there on, uh, on your laptop itself. On to the next topic. It's been a while since we've got any solo music from singer-songwriter Dallas Green under his pseudonym City in Color. His last album, If I Should Go Before You, came out four years ago in 2015 with his signature folk rock alternative country-esque style. And if we're being honest, I wasn't so much a big fan of that record. I think some of the songs sounded a little boring compared to his previous releases. And if you know anything about me, I love City in Color. Dallas Green is one of my favorite guitar players and songwriters. I'm a huge fan of Alexis on Fire, as you may remember from episode one of the podcast, uh, in which he is one of the guitarists and singers in that band. Now, I've been really excited about the new songs from Alexis on Fire and the way those songs have been turning out in the last couple months, but I'm also really curious to see what new music Dallas was going to be releasing on his own. As all last year, we were just bombarded with photos on his Instagram of him in the studio working specifically on a new City in Color record. In case you didn't know, here's a little backstory for you with City in Color and Alexis on Fire. 
Now, City in Color started after some demos of Dallas Green playing some solo stuff pre-Alexis on Fire days started to surface on the internet around early 2000s when file sharing was really becoming popular. The demand from people listening to these songs was just so much, he picked a handful of his solo songs from those days and just re-recorded them to give people a proper listening experience. And it was in 2005 he released his first album, Sometimes, under the name City in Color, and the rest was kind of history. People loved it. It really blew people away that this guy who sang and played guitar in this super heavy, melodic, hardcore band could also record these beautiful, almost haunting acoustic songs. The success from that first album was so great that Dallas Green has since gone on to record four more studio albums as City in Color, recorded a couple live albums, and started his own label, all while still jamming, writing, and touring with Alexis on Fire. Well, you know, sort of. It was actually in the summer of 2011, Alexis on Fire announced that they would be breaking up with Dallas Green focusing on his City in Color project while their other singer and guitarist, Wade McNeil, became vocalist for Watford UK punk band Gallows. Now, they both ultimately came back around 2015 and have been playing Alexis shows ever since. Okay, so now that you're all caught up with that backstory, let's actually get into talking about the six-minute epic that is City and Color's new song, Astronaut. The song starts off very atmospheric. It's got some kind of like organ synth type keys being played in the beginning, some bells in the background as well, followed up with some really beautiful falsetto vocals for the first verse that lead into the chorus. And once the chorus actually kicks in with the full drums and everything, the song really begins to come alive and you get that folk rock Americana Canadiana type of vibe. That sound that we've really come to know from City and Color over the last few records. There's lots of overdriven guitars uh, that have a little kind of bassy, kind of delayed sounding effects to them, which is really fitting for a song called Astronaut, uh, and some pedal steel guitars that really give the song that spacey, dreamy quality that you can't help but just like sway and nod along to. All of this combined with a really catchy vocal melody in the chorus, and you don't even realize that this is a full six minute long song and i think there's something to be said about an artist or a band who can write those type of longer form songs and not make them feel like a chore to listen to and honestly i don't think you get tired or that boring feeling at all with these with uh with this song astronaut honestly really has me hopeful for the new city and color record the last couple albums have felt a little okay to me personally but this has me excited it, to, to me, it feels like the follow-up to his 2010 album, Little Hell, that I feel like I've been waiting for for so long. Now, time will tell if this is actually it. No release date has been made for the album, but Dallas has said in a few interviews, it's looking like it'll be out sometime this fall. Uh, perfectly to, to coincide with his uh, pretty extensive uh, tour that he just announced for Canada and the U.S., it's that perfect song to ease your way into the day, I think. So after this, make sure to throw on Astronaut by City in Color. Don't think you'll be disappointed.
going from a dreamy tune to a real steamy tune. If you're looking for something a lot heavier than that Sidian Color song to let loose to, I would highly recommend the new single Self-Immolate from Australia's finest King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They've somehow managed to go from psychedelic southern bluesy jazz rock kings to thrash metal gods with this song. Now, if there's one thing you need to know about King Gizzard, it's this. They never stop putting out new music, and they can play any style of music imaginable. Their last album, Fishing for Fishies, which only came out a couple months ago, had this real southern kind of bluesy, down-by-the-bayou type of feel to it. Then, not even a month later, they released Self-Immolate, this thrashy, just metal-soaked song, which was a follow-up to another kind of metal-inspired song that that they released not too long ago called Planet B. It's like these guys don't know how to take a break. In the almost 10 years that they've been a band, they've released something like 14 albums with number 15 potentially being released sometime this year, and they tour relentlessly. Like, I don't think these guys even know the meaning of the term free time. But if you're looking for something heavier to just kind of thrash around to and really let some aggression out, highly recommend Self-Immolate. It's heavy, it's loud, it chugs along like nobody's business, and not in a hokey way, like they're kind of making fun of that style of music. It all sounds very authentic, while still really sounding like King Giz, but instead of all their crazy effects, they swapped out their pedal boards for just like a boss metal zone pedal, and still managed to make it sound amazing. Seriously, it's like a song taken straight out of Metallica's early days, or something kind of Slayer-inspired. Now, the band did confirm their other super metal-tinged song, Planet B, will make its way onto the new record, uh, potentially coming out this year, but they said nothing about self-immolate, which, if they are releasing a more kind of like thrash metal type of album, I would definitely imagine that the song would be featured on there as well. Only time will tell, and when it comes to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, probably won't be that long till we find out for sure. Whew! What a week it's been for music. Thank you so much for joining me for episode three of the Cup of Joe podcast, uh, a special music-only episode. Now, before we go, I still wanted to leave you with a couple more albums I think you should listen to just out of respect. Make sure you give a spin to Blink-182's Enema of the State. They just celebrated its 20th anniversary recently, and they're going to be going on tour uh, all summer long playing that album front to back as well as The Killer's debut album, Hot Fuss, which also turned 15 not too long ago. That is just insane. Like, it really doesn't even feel like it was that long ago when both of those records were released. I can vividly remember listening to Enema of the State in elementary school with my friends, and then a few years later, going home and having my brother lend me his copy of The Killer's Hot Fuss for me to listen to when I just started playing guitar. Those were some good times. 
Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to give those albums and songs a listen, and let me know what you've been listening to as well recently over on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Podcast Cup. Give those accounts a follow as well to stay up to date with the show. And another piece of exciting news, actually, for the podcast, you can now listen to the show and rate it over on Google Podcasts. Make sure to share it with your friends, share it with your family, your dog, whoever you think might enjoy. Thanks again. Remember, keep positive, enjoy another cup of joe, and I'll see you next Monday. Bye.